Happy New Year from the cabin in Crapper Creek as we wrap up 2022. We look back with nothing but uh, sex, relationships, and more sex. As uh, we feature lovely Maria, my wife, my partner, the one that really is uh, the backbone of the whole thing. And uh, she just has a way of putting it like it is. And throughout the year, reluctantly, she would join me on air. She doesn't like to. But uh, we had a lot of good stuff to talk about. And when it comes to sex and relationships, there's none better. So kick back and enjoy 30 minutes of the best of lovely Maria from the cabin in Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. Come for a new segment of the show. We call it uh, Am I the Jerk? Where we get you guys calling in with your questions and you want to know if what you did was maybe a little uh, not right. And that's why we bring in the one and only, my lovely wife, uh, Maria. We always do Ask Maria. She's fairly intelligent with this stuff. Hi, Em. Oh, nice, nice. You like that? That was my save. That was my save. Okay. <laughs> All right, so here it is. I'm going to play this for you. Here's her dilemma. Tell You've got to tell us if you think she's the jerk or not. Here you go. Hi, uh, this is Yasmin, and I went last week on a date, and I arrived at the restaurant a little bit early, and I sat at the bar, and this guy next to me offered to buy me a drink. So I said, sure, whatever. And as I was finishing up, my date walked in and saw me with this other guy, and he walked right out. And then he texted me a few minutes later saying that I was a jerk for having a drink with another guy when I was there to be with him. I mean, am I a jerk for taking a drink before a date? There you go. No, I don't think she's not a jerk at all. No. I Yeah, I agree, right? He's an insecure little man, and she dodged a bullet. See there? That's why we bring her in. Yeah, I know. I, I, you know what? Right. Even us, if I come in, here's the thing. If I'm meeting you at a bar, and I walk in and I see a guy sitting next to you buying you a drink. I'm like going, wow, saved me eight, nine bucks. Uh, right? <laughs> he just both. No, no. And and even married after all the years we've been married, if you had an issue with me just sitting having a drink with a guy at the bar, man, that's some sad stuff right there. I tell you what, now you don't have to worry about that. I just soon he buy you all the drinks. Hey, keep that up. <laughs> I better watch what I wish for. <laughs> All right, as you know, lovely Em and I have been married a long time. I don't even remember first dates much. I had a few, but I don't, they're all fuzzy. I don't remember any of them. I kind of remember the one with M, but I got a list here of uh, first date deal breakers. If these happened on your first date, is it enough not to have a second date? And that's why we bring in lovely Maria. Hello. Hello. Oh, hi. All right. So uh, I always like bringing you in on some of these because, you know, you're a chick with boobies and stuff and I need a girl's perspective. <laughs> wow. That's an easy thing. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're men. We're simpletons. Yeah. There's a lot of chicks with boobies out there, but go ahead. But you're my favorite <laughs> chick with boobies. Well, that's a good thing. You've well, been for 30 you, plus years. You and Sophia <laughs> Vergara is it, right there. Oh, just stop it. All right. So anyway, there's a new poll online about first date deal breakers. Now, what did we do on our first date? Did we even have an actual first date? Well, our first date really was uh, breakfast at the old Sunset Strip. 
No, is it Denny's after leaving oh, the Denny's. Sunset Strip? That, that's right. No, well, that was right. that was kind of we were just drunk and we just kind of and I gave you a ride home after that's where <laughs> that wasn't really a date. But after that, did yeah. we have a date? I think our first date was actually at my house on Halloween. Oh, that's right. I killed your fish. Yeah, you killed my fish. Right. I remember that. Okay. So that would have been, but yet not a first date deal breaker. You killed my fish. I was Yeah, what was his name? Uh, same name I have for this one, Gandalf. My oh, new fish. Oh, poor guy. Yeah. Well, you should have cleaned the tank, and I shouldn't have cleaned the tank not knowing how to clean a tank. No, no, because you killed him. Uh, but still, mm-hmm. was not a deal breaker, because, you know, the boobies and all. Um <laughs> So uh, we've got a list of these and a percentage of people on whether it, this first date ick is bad enough to cancel a second date. You ready for these? I am. Uh, people say it's the last date if they chew with their mouth open. Oh, that's a tough one. If your first date is chewing with your mouth open, I can't imagine what it'd be like in 20 years. Yeah, I call that a deal breaker. All right, good. Way to go. 81% Gross. of people agree with you. Okay, um, all right. That's is it good. a no-no if they order for you without your permission? It's rude. Right, okay. So you say yeah. ick. That's an ick. That's bad ick, enough. Cancel the second. Well, yeah, I know they're trying to be debonair, but what if I don't like the shit you're ordering for me? What am I supposed to do? Okay, I'll bleep that out. All right, thanks. Oh, See, I'm this sorry. is why we don't do these live with you. You might wife the drunken sailor. Here we go. Um... All right. Uh, if the date keeps saying teehee every time you say something mildly funny, teehee. No, that's not a deal breaker. They're just trying to humor you. Okay. All right. Um, all right. What about if they're doing it with food falling out of their mouth? Okay. Yes. Deal breaker. Okay. Gross. Uh, if they're, <laughs> Gross. Uh, let's see. What if they mention an, uh, on your first date, if they mention their ex multiple times? If they say it in a positive way, then I would not have a problem with it. If they're slamming their ex left and right, you know that could be you in the future. All right. Well done. 56% uh, said that that would have been a deal breaker. Uh, what is it a no-no if they can't stop making sexual jokes and innuendos? Uh, first date? Absolutely. <laughs> all right. First date. Because after that, it's uh, all bets are off then, right? Yeah, you should. No. What if they call themselves a, quote, professional cuddler? All right. Deal breaker. I don't cuddle. <laughs> Only 50% said that would do it. It's like, ooh, I love cuddling. It's like, yeah, well, it's going yeah. to cost you, sister. <laughs> yeah, many years of time. All right. What if they call the waitress milady? Oh, I think that's cute. All I think right. that's sweet. That sounds like something a Briton would say. Yeah, or something. Milady. Game of... <laughs> Game of Thrones. What if? What if it's all right, Milady? What if it's a waiter and you call him Milord? Um, I'm hoping he's British. <laughs> no, that's just uh, that's just too too medieval for it's me. A that, little weird. Uh, yeah. Reminds me of the Amp Guard people that pretend to have real swords. It's like, all right, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. There we yeah. go. Well, it's funny because I don't chew with my mouth open. I do like sexual innuendos. I am. Uh, I'm not a professional cuddler, but you are my only milady. So I think we're okay. Oh, okay. Well, you did that all right. Yeah, wrap that up with a bow. Thanks, baby. Bye. Since it is Halloween fun, I have to do a Halloween yes or BS, and you need to be in on this with me. Oh, wait. We're doing it now? We're doing it right now. All right. And now it's time for... 
Yes! 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 Or BS! It's just an endless cycle of bullshit. Okay, lovely Maria to help us out with our <laughs> Halloween yes or BS. These are all real questions. Remember, they're not easy, but you got a 50-50 shot at them. Here's your first one. The very first fun-sized candy bars were Snickers and Milky Way. Yes or BS? I'm going to say yes. Yeah! You win! Oh, my God. I won! Yeah, Mars started making mini candy bars. It was 1961, and, and uh, they used the term fun size starting in 68. What did but, I win? Well, yeah, that's only one. There's, there's other questions. You don't win anything. Right. Hold on. I, uh, well, then why am I playing? Because <laughs> really? we do this! Move. Yes or anyway. BS. The guy, what? Uh, the guy who created Reese's peanut butter cups wasn't named Reese. He was in love with a girl named Reese and did it to impress her. Yes or BS? BS. No, that one's false. Uh, we made that up. The guy who invented it, his name was H.B. Reese. He was a former employee of Hershey's and started making his own stuff. So there you go. Here's the next one. These are real Kit Kat flavors in Japan. We should have Ryan for these. Apple, mango, lemon, blueberry, cheesecake, and grilled potato. <laughs> I'm going to say yes. Well, yeah, it's Japan. <laughs> so Japan, uh, uh, apple sounds like a great Kit Kat flavor. So know, does Luma, remember, lemon, mango. Use, they don't use sugar. They don't use real sugar, so <laughs> it would be can't. weird. But There's not much flavor to them. That would explain their grilled potato Kit Kat bar. That's got to be fun. <laughs> That's gnarly. Uh, the little piece of paper that sticks out of a Hershey's Kiss were specifically added in 1921 to make the wrapper easier to open. Yes or BS? Yes. No. You lose. Now, here's the thing. Yeah. Kind of right. They're called plumes, and they do make them easier to open, but they were That's originally... True. Just a branding thing. Other companies started making chocolate kisses, so Hershey's wanted to make sure people knew theirs were Hershey's, so Hershey's kisses, so that's why that was there. Oh, I see. Uh, the M&M and M&M's are initials of two people who invented them. Uh, BS. Uh, no, I'm sorry. That's true. Sorry, wrong answer. They were invented by Forrest Mars, the son of the guy who started the Mars company, and Bruce Murray, whose oh, father was president of Hershey's, so... The, me. the son of the Mars Candy Company and the son whose father was president of Hershey's both got together. So their parents were in the chocolate business and they created M&M's all on their own. Pretty cool. There you go. <laughs> Some reason you actually think I care. <laughs> nah, apparently you don't because you kind of sucked at that. But you got a couple right. Hey, you got you know a couple what? right. <laughs> pay for that later there's you go there there's our yes or bs fun facts for halloween thanks baby <laughs> bye ah the age of dating especially online dating you know dating is just different than when i was single uh which was a long time ago it's just so different i'm so glad i don't have to do it now because it seems like so much more of a hassle but in in the dating world what presents a green flag and what presents a red flag when you're dating somebody I have no idea, but that's why we bring in my expert, the love of my life, the lovely and talented Miss Maria. Hey. Hi, sweetheart. Well, hi, baby. What's going on? All right. So um, get a load of this. I got a hold of this. Now, of course, uh, we've been married a long time, not really dating. So dating has been a while, at least for me. I don't know. Maybe you've been out there with a side hustle that I don't know about, but. Uh, no, I don't think so, baby. Okay. Well, time for that. 
I got this list that came over from BuzzFeed and they talk about uh, dating behavior, red flags or green flags. And they've got a list of things and uh, they ask, is it a red flag or a green flag for dating? So you being the expert, I thought we'd run these by you. I haven't dated in a long time. I wouldn't call myself an expert. All right. Oh, here's here's one. Yeah. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. Sure. Not texting good morning right when you wake up. Is that a red flag or a green flag? If uh, let's say you're with somebody next day, that's a green flag. I don't want to hear from. That means they're gone. Okay, that's right. Because you kick them out. That's a little needy. Seventy-one percent said it's a green flag. That's good if they call. Yep. Yep, you're not needy. No, because you left and you and you texted good morning. That's fine. All right. No, I don't like that. Don't well, then like you mean a red flag. Morning. Then you take it. You're, you're mixing this up. The red flag well, is bad. Not texting. Good morning. So oh, oh, I did, huh? Not yeah, texting. Good morning is a green flag. Oh, I get it. Okay, yeah. okay, that okay. Was, that's on me. All right, not okay. being great at texting, but being great in person. Green flag or red flag? Green flag. Oh, big time. Calling you multiple times a day. A red flag. Yeah, yeah, 79% said red flag. Yeah, that means they got too much time on their hands. Making a a point to plan all of your dates. Uh, You know, that'd be a green flag. I wouldn't, I I actually like it when you plan all of our dates. I usually do. That's because if I didn't plan our dates, we wouldn't friggin' go anywhere. I know. All right. (laughs) I'd be a hermit. Wanting to quote unquote share locations on social media. I don't share locations now, so yeah, that would okay. be a red flag. Well, <laughs> uh, you're with 82% of the people, yep. Uh, talking about making long-term plans with you early on. No, I don't, yeah, that's a red flag. Red flag, yeah, that was, oh, another, yeah, that yeah. was another big one, 64%. Consistently seeing a therapist. Uh, red, red flag. flag. Red flag, <laughs> really? Here's yeah, the thing. Uh, 70% say no, it's a green flag. If they're seeking help and they need to have a therapist, that's fine. But you say having a therapist is a red flag. That's a, well, I mean, if they're consistently seeking, if, I mean, I can understand from time to time, life gets tough, but if they're constantly seeing a therapist, I don't want their crazy in my life. Wow. I mean, you keep it crazy to yourself. Way to sugarcoat have, that, sweetheart. Dude, I have enough crazy. I don't need no more. All right. <laughs> I like that. Introducing you to their friends and family within the first six months of dating. I'm okay with that. That's, that's yeah. Ninety percent said I mean, that's fine. It's no uh, big deal as long as my friends and family, as long as they can handle my family. <laughs> right, right. Well, in the age of online dating, it might be sketchy if you don't meet any friends or family. Here's the next uh, one: <laughs> calling you mine. You're mine. Ew. No, I'm. Nobody owns this one. All right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sixty-four percent agree with you. Asking you mm-hmm. to hang out more than twice a week. So, I, 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 it would depend on you know my life at that time. So I, I wouldn't call that a red flag. All right, there you go. The eighty-two percent say no. That's green flag. Mm-hmm. Twice a week. That's yeah. not too much. Texting you all day. Okay, that's red flag. Yeah, red flag. I don't and, even like texting. <laughs> uh, let's see. Giving small gifts early on in the dating process. I think that's a green flag. Nobody 85% said that, yeah. right? Unless it's like condoms and lube or something weird, right? <laughs> like a wrapped well, up yeah, pair yeah. of his of his old boxer shorts. Dude, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, we're good. No, no. All right, you. red flags, red <laughs> flags. Or if they work in radio, huge red flag. 
Yeah, I, I, I didn't get that one. There was no internet when I met you. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, sweetheart. I knew I All could right. uh, trust you. Thanks. <laughs> Have a great day, man. From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All right, makeup or breakup time. So we got to bring in lovely Maria. You know more about this stuff than me. And sometimes it's good to have a woman's perspective. You know, somebody with boobies and stuff. You mean all the time. Oh, whatever. Boobies are boobies. I'll take them. I love them all. Here <laughs> Shut we go. up. What? Go. <laughs> anyway, here's your makeup or breakup. Uh, maybe you can help this couple out. My wife and I have been going through a rough patch. And during this time, she's been pouring herself into her career. Well, the other night she comes home. Now they, you know, they're married. Comes home late at night, and the next day confesses that uh, they went out for drinks after work and with her boss and some others. Wound up kissing her boss. She feels terrible, and I do believe her, but she doesn't feel bad enough to leave her job, which I think she needs to do. She said she makes too much money and doesn't want to start all over at a new company, wasting ten years of experience and all the money she's making. If she doesn't quit, is she choosing her career over me? And at what point? Uh, and uh, at that point, aren't we likely over? Uh, I break up. So, so she kissed the that. That's what it would take to end her the marriage. Boss, she, her boss. She kissed her boss. Um, yeah, yeah. No, that's someone you work with every day. That's something. I mean, that should never cross your mind. And if it crossed your mind, either drunk or not drunk, I wouldn't like it if every day you went to work after you kissed your boss. Well, there was that time when Perry and I were out. Oh, there. stop it. That's not. <laughs> and yeah, I just. And it was that. a peck on the yeah, cheek. I just it was nothing that. more Thank than a peck you. on the cheek to him. Yeah. I, it oh. meant nothing, honey. <laughs> so you're saying that she should. Um, so, she's, well, he should. He should leave her. What if she quits the job? Would well, that, then she then that would be okay to me because I mean she really didn't mean to do it. <laughs> all right, so and it would be super awkward with her and her boss, wouldn't it? I mean, you guys kissed, and she's a married. Was her boss married? I mean, it would just be the whole thing opens this whole chain of events that would suck. All right, there we go. So, mm-hmm. uh, sorry, Perry. Looks like I gotta quit. <laughs> Bye. Maria. Hi. Oh, hey, baby. What are you doing? <laughs> anyway, I had something long to share with you. Okay, what? Big question came out online, a big poll. When is the best time of day to have sex? I kind of uh, like it oh. early afternoon. <laughs> so so you're an afternoon person. I do, yeah, because I'm too tired by the end of the day, and in the morning, I'm certainly not in the mood. Right. You know what? I I agree. I agree. Uh, it's funny, because uh, that was one of the choices. It was the adult toy company, Adam and Eve. And, uh, oh, so you don't need a person. <laughs> yeah. Hell then, who cares what time of day I it think is. they're talking about another person here, sweetheart. <laughs> Otherwise, so well, he's an adult toy company. Oh, yeah. Well, if this was geared towards men, it'd be uh, middle of the day, mornings, middays, uh, yeah, on the drive into work, uh, whenever. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's but true. no, I, I, I think they're talking about actually getting it on. And, and, uh, here's the thing 20% of Americans prefer late night, 10% like mornings best. But only 8% prefer the little afternoon delight. And I agree with you. I think that's the best time or uh, like 
while making dinner. That early evening. That's well, my second I, go-to. I, you know, well, I, I always like to do it before dinner because, you know, you get bloated after dinner and you have some booze. You sit down and watch TV. And, yeah, it's not and, right. And, and anyone who has to get up early and work in the morning, you know, it's, it's super right. convenient. No. All right. So uh, afternoon or right before dinner, that's our go-to jam, correct? That would, that would be about right. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I'm down with that. Big question is, uh, do we have sex before dinner or this afternoon? Should I swing by work? You're weird. Going to the gym, we can find a secret place there. Yeah, no, um, I'll, I'll let you know. Another naughty news, a separate survey by the company Adam and Eve looked at the most popular positions. It doesn't say men or women. Missionary was one, doggy two, cowgirl, reverse cowgirl, and spooning. Ah, <laughs> uh, isn't that cute? <laughs> Nothing about a sex swing in here, which is weird. That's my favorite. <laughs> I gotta get one of those. Yippee ki yay, mother. <laughs> <laughs> you're, right. gonna have to bleep, you're gonna have to bleep that one out. You Sorry. think? <laughs> you think? From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. All right, it's time to ask Maria, and we love to do these little segments on the show with my lovely wife, Maria. Hi, Maria. How are you today? Hi, baby. I'm good. All right. Uh, here we go. A new survey found uh, they were talking about sexual positions and all this stuff. And, you know, there's always the normal ones, the the missionaries, the doggies, the spoonings. But then they start bringing up a bunch. And some of these I know and some of I didn't. And then so we have some fake ones and some real ones. So just for fun, because I know you don't know anything about any of them, which is pretty funny. So I wanted to run some by these. You tell me if this is uh uh, these all sound uh, like sex acts, but some of them are not. So I will read it. You tell me if you think it's an actual sex act or not. Okay. First one, teabagging. I think that is. Yes, it is. Yeah, I know what that is. So don't say another word. <laughs> Move on. Bobbleheading. <laughs> no. Correct again. Of course I'm correct. I'm, I'm your wife. I'm always right. Okay, here's your next one. Uh, the Dirty Sanchez. Uh, no. Oh, sorry. That, that one is, and I'm not even going to go any further into that one. I appreciate that. The Sasquatch. (laughs) No. Correct. (laughs) I just pictured a big hairy man. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Ew. Uh, A position or a person? (laughs) The Reverse Zelensky. Uh, yes. No. Um, scissoring. Yes. Uh, Hasselhoffing. <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds like something you smoke out of a bong. Hasselhoffing. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, the Tallahassee snicker snickerdoodle. I'm gonna say yes, just because no, you could no. make that shit up. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, let's see, man bunning. Yes? No, no. Oh, oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, one more for you. Uh, reverse cowgirl. Yes. Yippee ki yay. Mother. I knew. I didn't say it. I, I know. I, I caught myself. I just knew you'd know that one. All right, gotta go. <laughs> Maria? Hi. Hey, baby. How you doing? Uh, uh, I want to say happy 30th anniversary. I know, right? How old are we? 30 years. Oh my years. God, baby. You should, you deserve a medal. 
I can no, I can't believe you still put up with me. Come on. Well, it's good. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I don't know if I could without that side hustle I have working. Oh, side hustler. Is that what you said? Nope, didn't say that. Yeah, you're kind of asking for it, baby. (laughs) Anyway, now, it's funny because we're always invited to weddings, uh, usually our kids' friends who are about that age now, and we always tell them our skinny, some of our tricks, right? Don't go to bed angry, uh, separate bedrooms is awesome, learn to cook together, (laughs) clean together, not chores, never point out somebody who's doing one thing more than, there's a lot of those. Yeah, yeah. Don't interrupt wife while watching Judge Judy. Don't don't ever interrupt your wife when she's watching Judge Judy. (laughs) Make sure make sure you have a good safe word. There's a million things we could tell young couples, but uh, they did a poll to find the keys to a happy marriage. And I'm like, well, they didn't ask us. We're the ones that know. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Right. What the hell are you guys talking about? Here's the deal. Um, a couple of them. Let's see. Uh, uh, say I love you around 10 times a week is a good thing. That's, that's, I think that's probably, we're about there. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you, I we uh, say, say I love you every day, pretty much. Pretty much. And you always yeah. got a kiss, always a kiss. So now, right. We always do that. Now, another one they said, and this is an interesting one is to have two major arguments a month. Yeah. Makeup sex. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if that's what they're talking about, but that works for me, but okay. So they were asked to name the top signs of a happy marriage. Uh, let's see, number 10, being silly with each other. All right. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. Right? We're, we're always silly. I'm, I'm probably a lot more silly than you. I you're do pretty, s- yeah, you're pretty silly. I do silly weird things, you know, like uh, naked gardening. Um, Does that make you cute, minus naked gardening? That makes me adorable. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, being proud of the other's achievements. Okay. okay. There we go. We're there. Making regular plans together. We do that. Do. Okay. That's a good one. Being respectful to them in front of other people. And that's Always. that's high on our list. That's a big one. Neither of us ever slam each other to no. our friends in public no. or anything. Never, 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 no, never, never. Just, never. just when we're alone. We don't like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here's one. I don't think either of us are going to agree. Although it's fun. Cuddling. I'm not a cuddler. Cuddling is good, just not during or after sex. Then you know, it's just it's, seem, it's, if we're just cuddled up together, some, that's kind of cool. It's kind of a waste of time if you could be having sex. Thank you. See, now, <laughs> do you see why I married this woman? All right. Uh, you let them see you at your best and your worst. All right. Well, that, there's no way around that. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, encouraging them to pursue their own hobbies and interests. We do that all the time. Absolutely. You're uh, very pushy. <laughs> Well, I have more hobbies and interests. Your hobbies and interests, pretty much watching Judge Judy and having a glass of wine. But mine. <laughs> all right. Uh, the next one here. Uh, feeling like you can be yourself with them. Yeah, we're both. Okay. Absolutely. Taking care of each other when they're sick. Absolutely. Do that. And number one, spending a lot of quality time together. We kind of do. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, just like even us playing like the VR games together. Oh, yeah. Or going for like walks that. or skiing yeah. or uh, mm-hmm. going for a skate or on vacation. Whatever. We do. We have a lot of quality time together. Some of them that didn't quite make the top list, sharing a sense of humor. Okay, that's good. Mine's a little more twisted than yours. Yours is very twisted. Well, but it, here's the it, not really because we have a lot of our favorite movies are all of our are all comedies, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Galaxy Quest, one of our faves, right? Yeah, we love Caddyshack. Yeah. We like anything with Bill Murray. Um, a lot of our favorite shows are comedies, and so we have a sense. But yet, for instance, you don't quite, can't grasp your brain around Monty Python. 
That's no, a big just, one. Because you don't like silly comedy. It's stupid. Right. You don't like silly comedy. <laughs> Uh, trying new things together, splitting chores and responsibilities evenly. We do that, except do. I do a lot more of the cooking because I'm better at it. Uh, remembering important occasions. Because you're better at it? You stuck that in there? What? Dumbass. I did not. <laughs> yes, you did. I heard that. No, you no, you misheard. You know what I said, right? I didn't misheard. You know what I really said. No. Led Zeppelin rules. That was really smart on your part. You're learning. I got you trained. Love you, baby. Bye. Happy 30th. Yay. Let's go (laughs) party. Safe words. Ow. Bye. Hey. Hi, sweetheart. What's going on? So, um, uh, you and I have been married a while and, uh, you know, our kids are grown now and, uh, we were for a while empty nesters till they came back. Yeah, that's for sure. But, uh, if you remember the day, and soon they're leaving again anyway. So we like having them around. We love having our kids. We love our kids. But there's also those benefits of being an empty nester. I came up, this is a list that came out from a website. And it says the 10 best things about becoming an empty nester. You tell me what's missing from this list. Number 10, having more disposable income. Sometimes I don't, I, don't, I don't think it would matter whether they live with us or not. They always seem to still <laughs> suck money from us. They still suck us dry, I know. <laughs> um, make whatever you want for dinner. Okay. We do that anyway. Yeah, so yeah. It's like, they hey. They don't even like the food we eat. So. No, no, they eat crap. Well, or Ryan yeah. doesn't. She just eats Japanese crap. Uh, <laughs> not having to go around the house collecting dirty cups and plates. Yeah, there's a lot less of that. I'll go with that one. Uh, yeah, but Ryan does the dishes regularly. Yeah, so we that have does a, help. Yeah, that does help. Uh, <laughs> more freedom, and you can be more spontaneous. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'll go with that, yeah. Cooking is easier. That's more fun, I guess. Not having to clean up after them. Well, yeah, if they're not there, that's kind of an obvious one, right? Energy bills, energy bills go down because uh, they're not using as much water or their gadgets. Or oh, that's a for Wi-Fi. sure. Yep, that's true. That's uh, true. When you clean the house, it actually kind of stays clean. Yep, I'll go with that one too. We have a dog, yeah, so. a big hairy dog, <laughs> and a Wilson. Uh, yeah, your food bills go down. Okay, I could see that a little bit. And the number one is less laundry, and I agree with that one too. But yeah, what's well, we don't we don't do their laundry, so that we don't do their laundry. But still, no. it's always in there. Every time I go to put a load That's in, one true. of the other kids That's have theirs. In. But what is the one glaring thing missing from this list? Living room sex? Living room sex. It's not even on the top 10. Well, I guess people just don't, I don't know. Uh, What about just hanging out naked, right? I don't, yeah. You know how much I don't like that. You don't like doing that or you don't like me doing that? Well, uh, both. (laughs) Really? Yeah, I, you and I have talked about this. You need to put on clothes I, I when you get out of you, bed. I thought you liked it when I was hanging out naked. I have never said that. As a matter of fact, I usually scold you. Go put on some trunks. All right, then I can go with some trunks then. But, wow, I thought <laughs> I thought being naked around the house would have been higher on the list too. I'll be straight I, up. Yeah, I know. That's what you thought. All right. But we both agree <laughs> on the living room sex. That should yeah, have been in yeah. there. Right. Uh, the, the one that missed the list was turning the bedroom or office or guest room uh, or uh, a bedroom or guest room into an office. That was the other one. 
Yeah, but we did that, but then they came home. So. Right. Well, <laughs> and that's when we told them we had transferred it, uh, changed it into our, our sex dungeon, and they never went in that room again. <laughs> yeah, it could have been the eyelet hanging from the ceiling. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we put a plant over it, remember? Yeah, they have no idea. They just think it's a place to hang plants. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> right, we always get these surveys and these little uh, info sheets on things. And uh, every once in a while, I need another opinion because, you know, I'm a guy. So it's good to get the other house opinion. So uh, I've got lovely Maria here on the phone with us. Hi, baby. How are you? Hey, what's going on, babe? Uh, well, this uh, list of our top turn-ons and turn-offs. I didn't know what if you, some of it I buy, some of it I don't. Uh, Does a guy really need a list? seriously (laughs) Uh, just calling you is a turn on for me baby (laughs) oh all right yeah this probably uh, you know what i I agree it's probably a little more geared towards the women i would agree the women folk anyway uh (laughs) a new poll found one in seven people are afraid of being judged for what turns them on one in seven means six and seven people aren't afraid you're not one of them well, no, which makes sense because it also found the most common turn-ons are all pretty benign. According to the survey, uh, America's most common turn-ons, foreplay, neck kisses, being a good kisser, your partner telling you, ooh, I like that, and being undressed by them. No complaints on any of those? I don't even know what to say about those, but yeah, no complaints. No, I guess those are all good. Neck kisses, being a good kisser. I I, I can think of a hundred more turn-ons than those, but... <laughs> yeah, right? Some <laughs> a little more creative. Man, we, we went through like 20 different ones just last yeah. weekend. <laughs> Shut up. All anyway. Right, but here's the most common turn-offs. Uh, number one, uh, poor hygiene. Oh, yeah. No, no. Smell is important. Oh, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, uh, followed by uh, talking about an ex. I guess it's like for young, newer couples, maybe. Well, you know what? If it's a nice talk, if you're talking about your ex nice, I, I respect you a little more. You mean like, oh, you do that just like my ex did. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, flirting with other people. No. No, it's not a turn off for me. In fact, I kind of like it when you're flirty because it's like, ha ha, there, she's not going home no, with you. I know, but that's kind of rude. Do it right in my face. I don't mind it. Uh, <laughs> of course you don't. You're here's a guy. One, <laughs> I'm a guy. Here's one, though, that does bother me and you, uh, eating with your mouth open. Yeah, that's just gross. Uh, being overly arrogant or cocky. Also a turn Yeah, off. I know a few of them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, it also found half of us wait at least three months into a relationship before we're truly upfront about what turns us on. <laughs> oh, by the way, yeah, I don't know how you bring it up. Yeah, you know that yeah, one You thing? know, I, I, personally, I think that's a wait till you're married thing. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because if it's weird enough, you don't want to tell them before you You don't want to scare them it. off? Is that <laughs> what you're saying? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Once you put a ring on it, you know. Then well, by the way, I'm really, I'm really into barbed wire. I don't know if I ever told you about that. <laughs> I like alligators. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's just, like I said, <laughs> one that maybe you should wait a hold, hold on that one. See, and that's why. <laughs> (laughs) we go to you thank you baby (laughs) sure (laughs) all right so we always get these weird surveys in and they're about relationships or you know uh, husbands wives sex whatever and i'm not an expert on this uh never pretend to be but it's nice to have a partner that uh usually knows more about life than i do at least the you know the better half 
And that would be my lovely wife, Maria, on the phone in her car with us right now. Hi, baby. Yep, that would be the better half. <laughs> okay. You know, don't let that go to your head. Uh, here we go. Uh, I'm not sure I believe this stat, but if it's true, women over 40, you're over 40, right? No. Okay. Uh, correct answer, by the way. Uh, apparently, women over 40 are as bad as teenagers right now. A new poll of women between 40 and 60 found they spend 24% of their waking hours thinking about sex. Uh, okay. Well, I'm not over 40, so that doesn't apply to me. No, not yet. So, but, but people under 40 usually do. So I don't know how much time you spend thinking about sex, but um, apparently a lot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the you poll. Can, well, you can go. You can go with that if you want. Sure. In my head, that's what I'm going with. Uh, In every man's head. Well, of course, of course. I think they're just yeah. Uh, the poll also asked women to name the most sexually satisfying decade of their lives. Half of the women in their fifties said it was when they were in their thirties. I would agree with that. Why would you say that? What am I doing wrong now? Well, no, no, I was with you at 30. So technically, I mean, you should take that as a compliment. Well, what I'm hearing is the last 20 years or the last few years since the 30s haven't been all that great that they were better. What was I doing better then that I'm not doing now? Uh, is it that one thing with the thing that I used to do with uh, the thing? Uh, oh, oh, that's wife what says, you're saying. So let me get this right. My lovely wife of 30 years says sex was better several years ago. No. Okay. Uh, correct answer, by the way. <laughs> From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. This Maria. Hi, baby. Hey, sweetie. What's going on? I, uh, I'm, now, you and I have been together a while, and this may be a surprise to many. We have actually had sex together with <laughs> actually each other. Weird, we have two right? children. That's not a surprise. Everybody knows that. All right. So we've had sex twice. So and both of them were awesome. I would say mind blowing, <laughs> wouldn't you? Uh, what are you doing? What, what are you setting me up for? Well, uh, here's the thing. I don't know about this, but it might be the first guy to forget his anniversary the day after it happened. Sixty-six year old guy in Ireland recently showed up in the ER after a daytime romp with his wife, and the sex was so good it gave him temporary amnesia. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a mind-blowing. That I mean, you know, that's a good sign that you had mind-blowing sex. Now, I don't think every time everyone has sex, it's mind-blowing, right? But oh, there's one true. thing that you and I always do after mind-blowing sex. And what's the first thing we do? High-five. High-five, yes. We always slap five when it's like, yeah, it's like, boom, man. It's like okay. after a big game. I mean, we, we do that. That's But that's us. Other people do other things, right? Sure. You know, it's mind blowing sex. If like the guy outside using a jackhammer tells us to keep it down, that's when we know it's been mind blowing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> or let's say you go to have your post coital cigarette, baby. And all you have to do to light it is just touch the sheets. But that's us. I'm just talking the signs that we have had mind blowing sex, right? Mm hmm. For instance, we start having mind-blowing sex at 9.26 p.m. and it ends at 9.33 a.m. Am I right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Heck, my, my junk is in concussion protocol. It was so mind-blowing. Oh, give it up. <laughs> or for you other guys, you know it's mind-blowing sex when you blow up doll pops. Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> we can't leave those guys out. 
Anyway, I'm expecting some more mind-blowing sex, with or without you, really. Well, good. <laughs> Your expectations will be achieved. <laughs> Bye, baby. Bye. want to thank you all for joining us. Have a great New Year's, and we'll see you in 2023. We're going to do it all over again. It's going to be great. All of our regular guests. I want to thank my lovely partner in life, Maria for joining us this morning. Hey, you want to check out more? You can even see the videos. Go to Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska on YouTube. You'll see videos of uh, lovely Maria and I, uh, among others, all kinds of cool stand-up and uh, weird little video clips on there. That's Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. And, of course, that's where you'll find the Twitter page. Uh, You can find us online at the X-Rock Morning Show on Facebook. And, of course, my show streams live Monday through Friday at xrock959.com. Till then, Happy New Year, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glentertainment production.